Hello, everyone. Uh, this is our first podcast in our podcast series, Managing Your Research in an Uncertain World. My name is Sonia Tomaszkovic, and I work in research and development at the University of Cambridge. Today, I have with me uh, my friend and colleague, Natasha Wilson, director and founder of Cambridge Insights. Natasha specializes in 21st century leadership skills and mindsets to support researchers to maximize uh, their impact. She designs and delivers workshops and programs focusing on leadership and innovation. So warm welcome, Natasha. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Sonia. And thank you for inviting me to talk about our increasingly uncertain world and how it impacts our research. Yes, absolutely. It seems that we can see the huge changes kind of between the kind of pre and post COVID-19 worlds. Yes, absolutely. And uh, in our current climate, I think most of us have had to really adapt to new ways of working, studying and living, really. Um, so really, we need to dig a little deeper to understand how our context and research landscape changes over time and how that impacts us. Yes, absolutely. And and this is really what our first uh, podcast is going to be about. Uh, we will try to define an uncertain world through the VUCA lens. Can you give me a little bit more information about that, the VUCA world? Yes, it seems like a buzzword, isn't it? It's like most people are using mm -hmm. it uh, at the moment. So VUCA was first used at the end of the Cold War by the U.S. Army College, um, and it was there to describe the context at the time. So the VUCA acronym is a summary of our contextual landscape and the degree of change we actually experience. Um, so the words really refer to four levels of change, volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. So if it's OK with you, Sonia, I'd like to spend some time describing each aspect. Um, but before we do this, I would like to make an observation. Um, it seems that Many of us tend to work with the assumption that there is a certain level of predictability and order around us. Um, so we simplify our context to make it easier in a way. And this helps us set goals and action plans for our research and wider projects. But when the circumstances change, we often fail to adapt until we see the negative impact on our research and wider work. So this ability to assess our context is really crucial to help us maximize our research impact. Yeah, this is, I mean, absolutely, this is really interesting what you're saying. And I think I do this kind of all the same. I kind of expect the situation or the context to be the same. But of course, that's not the case. Once things happen, then I start to change things because I realize things change for me as well. Yeah, so thank you for pointing that out. Yes, and I think it's, it's a trait that we all have. You know, we're really busy and we, we kind of reactive rather than proactive. So when we react, sometimes it works really well when the environment is quite you know, stable and other factors are quite stable. But the term VUCA was developed originally in the field of management and performance. Um, and researchers Bennett and Lemoine researched this topic. And they stressed that VUCA conditions make it really hard to understand the future and plan responses. So in a way, that acronym is often used to describe unpredictable change, and it's kind of bundled up into this kind of one, uh, one word. So I would like today to really focus on the impact of VUCA on research and, and dig down with you know, each element that makes up VUCA. And am I right in thinking that this VUCA can be also used almost like an, an assessment, a diagnostic tool? Um, and if so, uh, 
could you please tell us the key variables that can help us to determine the levels of VUCA then as well? Uh, yes, Sonia, absolutely. And I think it is really mainly in a way a diagnostic tool because it can help us understand how our context is changing or might change. So usually you can do this against two main criteria. The first one is about the level and quality of information you have available at a given time. So, you know, data. And the second is about the ease of prediction of your actions on your research. So is, is, this is done in terms of cause and effects. And each VUCA element represents different challenges and will require separate and unique responses. And this is what we're going to cover um, in the next podcast. We'll talk about solutions and how to handle this VUCA uh, world. Excellent. And so we can find out more about each aspect of VUCA and perhaps we should do this in some sort of order so it's easier for our listeners to follow. Um, so what is the volatile landscape and can you give us some example in the context of research as well? Sure, sure. So volatility, so V stands for volatility. Um, so really it refers to the speed of change or unexpected challenges of unknown duration and where different reactions can happen. So in this case, we have data and we can predict change will happen, but we may not know the type of change or its duration. So we just know that the situation will evolve in a way. So um, as an example, maybe to try to compare this, we can think about the image of a volcano. I always see the volcano when I think about volatility because it has potentially shown signs of activity and you know that something else will happen, but you don't know exactly what will happen. So uh, as an example for our research, um, political volatility in a country where you're doing field work may be a really strong factor influencing your research and your ability to access data, analyze the data, and even store the data outside specific borders. Um, so I've spoken to many researchers that have been impacted by such challenge, and this has impact on research outputs, of course. Yes, and that can be actually really difficult uh, to manage your research project with such a degree of volatility. Um, and I know the most that most of us will hope uh, for the best and tackle the challenges kind of when they occur and trying to kind of uh, uh, avoid any obstacles. Of course, we, we, we learn and adapt to do that. But this has still huge impact on research goals and timelines, if nothing else. Um, and as you mentioned in your example, that's exactly what kind of is happening. The timelines can change, the goals will change. So we have to kind of start to think a little bit more, maybe broader about how to manage our work and research. Um, okay, so now we talked a little bit about the V, let's now explore the U of VUCA. Yes, so the second uh, aspect of VUCA is uh, the level of uncertainty we are facing. So I think this characteristic is specifically when we consider the problem or challenge uncertain, so with not enough knowledge of variables or data. And this links to our ability to predict the future. So really, in a way, we need to get more data to make sense of a situation or landscape. So sometimes we can also say that uh, the present situation lacks clarity and the future cannot be easily predicted. So I like to describe this context as a foggy morning. You can't quite make out the trees or shape of buildings around you and the grounds feel unreliable. So we often feel lost or anxious in these times. Uh, and for examples, most researchers often face a high level of uncertainty in terms of securing funding or applying for new roles. 
So I think it's something researchers get used to, but it can be really challenging when there's a high level of uncertainty on multiple fronts in your research or in your life. And in a way, we're all experiencing this when we're trying to understand where and how we may work post you know, lockdown. We are slowly getting more data to understand the new rules and how this will impact our work and our research. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I can really uh, relate uh, to this, especially when you're exploring a new approach in your research and experimenting. I mean, research in itself has uncertainty intrinsically built into it. Yeah. There is no clarity um, at all on sort of what may happen, and sometimes you're not even sure uh, of what you're looking for. So that all can be unsettling. And now we are adding another layer of uncertainty with, I don't know, COVID or Brexit or anything else that kind of <laughs> external factors that will affect this uncertainty as well, not just the research itself. Yes, absolutely. And it's also true when we have to make decisions around our career trajectory, and choose the best pathway or choose the best research projects or teams. So we have to face a huge amount of uncertainty throughout our career pathways and research projects, which can be overwhelming and, to be honest, requires a fair amount of energy. So the other element I wanted to share uh, now is uh, the C of VUCA, which is around the level of complexity. So this is when many factors involved, variables, exist and those factors are interconnected and interdependent. So I like to think about a jigsaw, a jigsaw in a way, but with many pieces with very different shapes uh, and colors and maybe texture. I would say that the funding landscape can be often described as a complex one, and uh, we have to keep, to keep up with the different rules and criteria to access or assess eligibility. But actually, the nature of research, and especially in larger projects with many stakeholders involved, usually includes a high level of complexity. Everybody has different perspectives and maybe different needs or different uh, perspectives on the goals that need to be achieved. And when we add our life commitments, we can, I think, double the complexity. So can I share a personal experience with you, Sonia? Um, mm -hmm. From my personal ex you know, experience, at a certain time of my life, I was looking at a career transition that was quite substantial. And I had a small child, and as also the main carer for my mother who was very ill. And every aspect of my life had a different level of complexity. And listening to researchers, many have shared with me similar stories when they have felt overwhelmed by the high level of complexity in research, in their life, you know, and, and beyond in the, in the whole landscape. So you know that each decision you make or that the decisions that are made by stakeholders will have an impact on another part of your projects or another project, for instance, or another aspect of your life. Yes, absolutely. And again, I can relate to this, especially when you add kind of another layer to, to your kind of work and research as in, you know, caring responsibility, either parents, children or anything else. Um, it kind of changes the completely the ball, ball game um, and, and, you know, add to that working on research or multiple projects as well. It, it just becomes a bit more complex and a bit more difficult to manage all of that. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, And I think we need to take take you know, that into consideration when we are working on projects and making decisions around that and when we're analyzing you know, our landscape. So um, there is one more element I want to share with you, which is around the VUCA. So it's the last part of VUCA, which stands for ambiguity. 
So this is when new precedence exists and the event of change has never happened before. So this is linked to our ability to predict causality, you know, cause and effect, or maybe correlation, but we don't really know because we've never experienced it before. So in a, it's actually a very ambiguous situation. We also lack clarity and find it really hard to interpret the situation and imagine possible outcomes. So we may know the variables, but we don't understand their interrelationship fully or even not at all. So this makes me think of the magic eye pictures, Sonia. You know, the ones that require huge attention to see multiple images in one, and I never see the one that we're supposed to see. So it's about visual illusion or two possible realities or images. And I think that ambiguity is a similar feeling. You can't really make out what's happening or what may be happening. So I feel that this ambiguity can be felt when we are receiving feedback on some of our work, some of our papers, and also during collaborations. We don't really know how to interpret the situation, which makes it really hard to know what to do next. Yeah, and I can see how these definitions that you're mentioning are all linked. Um, uh, um, and again, this you know they're linked to change and how we respond to change as well. Um, um, I also can imagine the VUCA assessment um, is a very useful diagnostic tool to use at the kind of critical times in a research project um, or in a life in general, uh, especially when there are high level of change happening or looming sort of in a horizon on a horizon. Um, so can you tell us how this VUCA environment impacts our research and work in the context of academia? Just a little bit more about that. Sure, sure. Um, it's a good question, Sonia. And the aim of the diagnostic tool is to help us in a way identify both positive and negative influences when our context and environment change. So a strong VUCA landscape can impact our research projects, our teams, and of course, our career aspirations and choice of pathways. A VUCA world can also impact our motivation and take a fair amount of effort and energy to fight. But it can also be an opportunity to adapt and do things differently. You know, a chance to innovate and identify new ways of working or setting up collaborations, for instance, or to mitigate some of the challenges you know, connected to VUCA. So they are really challenging times for researchers and research leaders, but developing the discipline to carefully diagnose and label a situation for what it is, I think will become a really powerful skill to master. And I'd like this podcast to be really a chance for us to remain positive and, and a tool to help us do this and find the right solution. Absolutely. And especially now in a kind of pandemic world, I think this yeah. is important kind of thing to, to keep in our, on our mind. Um, OK, so we are almost at the end of this podcast. This was just a nice introduction to the VUCA world and VUCA uh, environment. Um, and thank you, Natasha, for, for providing us with your insight and, and knowledge. Uh, we will meet again in our second podcast in this, in this series. The this whole series called is Managing Your Research in an Uncertain World. And next topic will be how can researchers respond to the uncertain uh, VUCA environment world. So once again, thank you very much, Natasha. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Sonia.